Hey, it's the King Plum. So, question for you. What if the American dream, the idea of it, or the belief in it, has become detrimental to the individual and to society? What if the same is true of capitalism? Nothing to the extreme is good for us. Food, drink, even excess sleep without exercise, or excess exercise without rest. What if we've pushed capitalism and the American dream to the excess, to the extreme? Usually excess of anything makes us sick in some way. So is the American dream and capitalism doing the same to society, to us as individuals? Maybe not physically, but mentally and emotionally? It's all about the individual. Survival of the fittest, right? The ideal is becoming your own boss, where you can call the shots, make the big bucks. If we listen to the things we say from day to day, there's so much emphasis on the individual. But ultimately, when have you arrived? And what does that look like? And more importantly, was the journey worth it? There is so much I could say on so many topics that I touched on in just that short period of time, but I don't want to go there right now. I'm actually heading in a very different direction. So several weeks ago, I discovered the Highly Sensitive Person podcast. The end of August, I touched on being an HSP myself in the episode entitled High Sensitivity, Curse and Gift. But back to the uh, Highly Sensitive Person podcast, I've been listening to past episodes off and on over the last several weeks. One of the ones that I listened to today was number 70 entitled Loneliness and the Importance of Relationships with Dr. Amy Banks. Obviously I was interested because it addresses HSPs, but I was also really intrigued because Dr. Banks she has a background in neurobiology and she brings in cultural re relevance as well. And she was talking about relationships. So a lot of the things she talked about in this episode were things that I had been thinking about, but she sort of brought them all together. And of course, she has the education, the research and experience to back it all up. So she sort of fit the pieces together and brought more information that I wasn't entirely aware of. I had been seeing issues with capitalism, but I'm a layperson. I don't have the background she does. I also hadn't tied it together with loneliness. And that was really interesting to me, that the more we push and strive towards individuating, the more we, um, she didn't use this word, but Essentially, the more we fuel loneliness. She talked about why relationships are important, not just for our mental and emotional well-being, but physiologically speaking, which parenthetically backs up a TED talk I was listening to the other day that was a 75-year study covering um, men and their health and the relationships and the importance of these relationships. I will also include that in the show notes. Anyway, back to Dr. Banks, she also touched on um, things like internet trolls and, and why they do what they do. Also um, the, the dopamine and why people um, get this 
high, in a sense, from having power over people. And it all comes back to not having these relationships. She has a free tool on her site that assists in assessing relationships, which ones are safe and which ones are not so safe, and so on. Okay, so yes, this episode was very interesting with lots of great information in it. But why am I telling you about it? It comes back to the American dream. So earlier I mentioned that the excess of anything is obviously not good. I think much of life is kind of like your food diet, right? I don't think you should eat 100% of anything. It's not even really about having an equal measure of everything. It's about the proper measure of each thing that your body needs, right? And I think that really fits for just about everything in life. So to say that capitalism is the answer across the entire globe, that this is the way that society must work or ideally works, I don't know that that's entirely the answer. Just like we can't say that communism is 100% evil or socialism is 100% evil. No country in the globe is 100% communist or 100% capitalist. In the U.S., we have, or yes, I'm not living there right now, but yes, in the U.S., we have social security. That is a social, a social concept. Also, the government runs the post office. These are not capitalist concepts or capitalist constructs. I think now I, <laughs> I am not an expert <laughs> in the forms of economic, you know, uh, ways of running things, but. In my mind, the ideal way of doing it would be a little bit of you know, each thing. Pick the things that work. Toss out the things that don't. So what I took out of that HSP podcast was not just about relationships, but also the idea of collaboration. We all have strengths and weaknesses. But when you come together as a team, then we can fill in each other's weaknesses. We can, we can fill in those gaps and we can sharpen each other's strengths. It makes us all stronger when we're together. If you can imagine that team actually being a business with a captain at the head being, let's say, the CEO, they could accomplish so much because it's a team effort and everyone has their role. Everyone has a voice and everyone is heard and respected. The captain or CEO is more like um, a pilot, right? Leading the direction, collecting the ideas and maybe making the final decisions with mutual respect going around and maintaining the, the integrity of these relationships. Everyone then wants to work for the betterment of the company itself. And they feel better about themselves as well because they feel valued. Okay, now, can you imagine that on a grand scale, like for a nation? What if money wasn't involved in politics and our politicians weren't so concerned with saving their seat, with making sure they stay in Congress? that lobbyists didn't exist and that citizens actually felt heard 
and that our votes mattered. This is kind of quite the mind shift going from seeking the American dream for the individual to more of a team effort, a collaborative type approach. But if that approach is changed and everyone is thinking in that way and working in that way in their businesses, whatever that business looks like, small, big, or single entrepreneur, whatever it is, right? If the, the approach is about relationships instead of the individual, we see this, this come out when there's a disaster or in some places when, when there's a snowfall, right? Or it gets very cold and maybe not everybody's prepared for it. People come together, support each other, help each other out. It's just what happens. If we threw that mentality into how we formed our society, that could be transformative. Before I go on, let me just say that I don't think the idea of the American dream is bad. I think dreams are necessary, but I think we need to redefine what the quote American dream means. It's been sold as this individual success and I think that that's become a detriment. Because how do you define that? What is individual success? Is it the palatial house, the fancy car, you know, the the 2.5 kids and the spouse and the and the pet and and so on? Like what is it? Is it being a CEO? Is it is it having your own business? Is it being able to retire early? Everyone's idea of what the American dream specifically means is different. But what it takes to get there, usually that's a solitary path. And if you had to work your ass off to get there, sometimes you end up at the final destination more alone than you wanted to be. I think we need to redefine what that American dream is. It's not a final destination. It's today. It's every day. What do we want our lives to be? It's not just about money. It's not just about what we can accomplish or how we can, quote, succeed. It's about the relationships in our lives. For some, it's about their faith. And for many, it's about finding how they can make a difference in the world. Okay, so making the shift from individual to team and thinking about collaboration and relationships the betterment of everyone, society, individual, the, the smaller, more localized group, whether that's the business or the team or I meant to say town. In an alternate universe, if you could create a, quote, perfect uh, society, what would that look like? If everyone is thinking about helping and supporting, now, please keep in mind, I'm not throwing out the idea of personal advancement or, you know, trying to succeed on our own. I'm trying to shift it from this high importance of the individual back to a more balanced view of, of collaboration, I guess. I think community is probably a better word. So going back to the food diet, I'm sure you are familiar with Atkins and the Atkins diet. It was this no slash low carb diet, but not only that, it also emphasized um, high 
uh, protein intake and it wasn't just the, the high protein there was also a certain amount of fats as well you may also remember that Atkins himself died from having eaten that diet to such an extreme so it comes back to this strange sort of balance right we know that high carbs are bad for you but also so are high sorts of fats well the wrong kinds of fats perhaps even the good kinds of fats now that I say that the point being it's not about no longer having success for the individual it's about bringing the focus back to the community and it's not just one person being important it's about everyone seeing the value in each person everyone has different strengths and weaknesses it's a matter of seeing what they are and valuing them for what they are so in this alternate universe in this quote perfect society that you might create how would you foster you know these strengths and help people to work on the weaknesses how would you help the community grow how would you help the nation become better what would your society look like personally I think that trust and respect are pretty much the bedrock of so many things think about it education when we trust and respect students no matter their age it builds their confidence they don't feel like they are these lowly little children that have to gain you know approval of some kind we want their brains and their minds to flourish we want them to be creative we want them to ask questions we want them to learn we don't want them to shut down because they're scared or they're worried or even because of expectations of some kind trust and respect also works in prisons rehabilitation programs built around those things can be just invaluable not only building relationships between yourself and the prisoners but between the prisoners themselves the confidence it builds in them how they want to better themselves and then go back out into society and what they want to accomplish education secondary education is also huge not only for the obvious implications of how it affects society and the contributions of the person who's been educated what we can learn from them and the things that they will then produce or teach us but when we are all educated it also means there's less crime less reason for crime which brings me to healthcare less crime will also mean to some degree fewer visits to the hospital but with universal health care when we are all healthy that also means it contributes to the team it contributes to everything we do when I'm healthy you're healthy when you're healthy I'm healthy we're not passing anything back and forth it keeps us all productive not to mention I don't like to see you suffer and I want to stay relatively healthy are so many things that are important to something like this I don't even know how you could go on and on and on what are a few things you would include in your perfect society let me know